Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The Irish Dental Association has told the Doyle and Shannon Health Committee that almost 500 more dentists are needed across the private and public services. Joining me to chat about this this morning is the CEO of the Irish Dental Association, Fintan Horahan, and Rita O'Dowd from Number 8 Dental Clinic. And they have a number of clinics across Limerick, and you are both very welcome. Um, Fintan, I asked the question at the start of the show um, in semi seriousness. Where have all the dentists gone? Well, it's, in fact, we have more dentists uh, on the register in Ireland than we have ever had before. But we don't have enough to meet the demand for their for their care. So, we the population is increasing. The demand for for visits to the dentist is is increasing, and we don't have enough dentists, or indeed nurses or hygienists, to meet that demand. Right, because GPs are telling us the same thing. You can't get in to see a dentist. You can't get in to see a GP. Well, I suppose maybe to focus on what could be done to well, but why, why can't uh, to deal we? But let's go back to the the, the rationale first sure. of all. Is the the problem? Why is it that we get phone calls, um, emails, texts, tweets, and everything else from listeners on a regular basis, and it's two of their big bugbears: dentists, GPs. Takes me forever to see one. Well, I'll talk about dentists. Uh, there aren't enough dentists uh, to, to to cope with the demand for. For, for appointments. There are problems with the medical card scheme. There are problems with the collapse of the HSE screening service for children. Uh, but behind both of those, in fact, is is a problem which which explains everything, really, which is, which is we have a shortage of dentists and dental team members. Mm. Um, so what's your take on what's happening, Rita? Well, I um, work in general practice in Limerick and I have done for many years and uh, the problems are the worst they've ever been. We cannot get dentists. We don't have enough graduates. Our dental schools are under-resourced. Most of the graduates coming out of our dental schools are non-EU students. So this year, out of 107 graduates, we've only 50 Irish graduates or EU graduates. When I qualified in the 80s, it was the same, yet the population has increased dramatically and the demand has increased dramatically. So just explain that to listeners. People are coming in here from outside the EU, presumably paying for their dental education, they come out and they're gone. They're gone back to their home country or elsewhere. They're gone back to their home country by and large. They come from Canada, Asia, from Arab countries. They get an excellent dental education here. And then when they qualify, they go home. But if there's a lack of dentists, then why are more spaces not being freed up for Irish people going through the system. I mean, if you're an EU citizen, then you're entitled to come and work here. I totally understand that. And you are entitled to come from outside. But obviously, it's a natural enough situation that someone might go back to their home country. Well, I think it's it's got to do with resources. The, the, The dental schools are paid vast amounts by these students. And also, I think it's terribly unfair on our Leaving Certs who sit the Leaving Cert and for the last two years with a perfect Leaving Cert in every subject you are not guaranteed to get into dentistry are you serious I am yes Fintan that's extraordinary isn't it 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 is it it is literally incredible I mean Rita's correct what's happening is the dental schools because they haven't been provided with enough funding by the state have had to look to other ways to generate income to keep the schools open and uh, it's 
you know, it's exactly as she says. If we look at one of our two dental schools is in Cork. In Cork, this year's class, there's 25 EU students, 36 non-EU students. And to make matters worse, some of the EU students are Irish and they're going to planning on, on, on going to Canada as soon as they graduate. We can't afford to keep this situation where simply because the schools aren't funded properly, we're setting up places or reserving places for students who are never going to practice here in all likelihood. It's all very well talking about we've a new dental school going to be built. It'll take three years to build it in Cork. It'll be five years after that before any of those students graduate and are ready to practice. That's actually an immediate action. I said this to the Oroctus Committee on, on, on Wednesday. Minister Harris could immediately fund the schools properly. So we we were actually, actually double the number of places available for EU or largely Irish and graduates. I suppose we should, st- we should say very clearly here that there's no question this isn't anti-people coming here from outside the EU. This is just a reality of place numbers, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm very careful. We, we are we are very grateful for all of the dentists who come from far and wide to work here in Ireland. I'm very careful about saying this is not any xenophobic kind of view of, you know, what needs to be done. There will always be a place for students coming from uh, elsewhere. But we it, it's frankly ridiculous where we have a dire shortage of dentists. We have 36 of the 61 students graduating from Cork this year, in all likelihood going back to where they came from, which is understandable. That's not a luxury we can afford anymore. Yeah. There's certainly there will always be students from, from overseas, but not of that magnitude. Right. And can I just say, I think next year, it will be down to 20 out of 60 coming mm. out of UCC. Now, we have some dentists from abroad, from Taiwan, from Singapore, from uh, Ukraine, and they're fantastic and they're very welcome but we need to accelerate the way that they can come in and practice here and become registered. Registration is quite slow. The exams are, you know, take forever as well. So a lot could be done so, to help so us. Some of it is to do with bureaucracy of getting yes. people in from yes. outside the EU. Yes, the Dental Council are overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's not that there isn't an appetite among young people to enter dentistry. I mean, we all remember it as a very you know, prestigious career, yeah, yeah. Um, but but it's just that the pathway isn't there. Yeah. And then listeners to this show will, as I say, tell us that they can't get to see a dentist, that the yeah. queues are very long, and that there are dentists who've closed their patient lists. Absolutely, yeah. We are in, inundated in our practices. We just couldn't take on any more work. And the problem is that you know, prevention is better than cure in a lot of things, and it's particularly the case when you're dealing with teeth, right? And with children. And with children especially. And that brings us back to Fenton. We'll talk about the HSE and the, the collapse of the care of children. Yes, Fenton? Yes, um, we, we have seen and we've warned about this for many years, but if we look at the number of children, the HSE is, is obliged to provide a school screening service. It, it should do it. At, at three different intervals up to age 12, so usually second, fourth and sixth class. Uh, but because the number of dentists has fallen by 25%, the number of eligible children has, has risen by 25% <coughs> over the past decade, we've now seen that we don't have enough dentists to provide school screening services. Uh, I know I checked in Clare is actually managing very well because they have screening in second and sixth class. So Claire are actually well ahead of the norm. But equally, uh, I checked and all bar one of the dentists working in the HSE in Clare are over 50. They will retire very soon. There's no sign that they're going to be replaced. This has been something we've been warning about for years. 
So, Reid will tell you, every dentist will tell you the consequences for children are, don't make for pleasant listening. If you don't get in early to see the dentist, you don't establish a relationship with the dentist, get good oral health and nutrition advice, have, a, have a, an ongoing relationship with the dentist and then, you know, move to private dentists who will continue that care. If you don't get in early, you're going to encounter problems sooner rather than later. Your first visit is going to be an unpleasant one because you might be attending in pain. And that sets you off on, 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 on a journey for the rest of your life in terms of your oral health, where, you know, you're not going to be approaching your, your dental visit mm. Uh, with the focus on prevention, it's all about remediating yeah, the problem. Absolutely, which is the last thing you want. And Rita, you know, dentists are experts from the neck up. So yes. in reality, it helps for children, but also for adults. In a general checkup, you know, dentists have picked up all sorts of things up to and including cancer too, haven't they? Absolutely. And early. Yes, yes. Part of any dental examination would be a general, you know, oral cancer screen. Also, um, other medical conditions can be picked up in the mouth and referred, and we liaise well with our medical colleagues and with the regional hospital and all the other referral services. But unfortunately, again, like the children's dentistry, the medical card is staggering on its last legs. Everybody, almost everybody has left it because it's under-resourced. The scheme. Yes, it's over-bureaucratic. People still have contracts, but they're not taking on patients. We have people travelling from Galway, Kerry, West Clare, North Cork, Carlow, they can't get dentists anywhere. Right. And and we are full, you know, and any dentist who's operating the medical card scheme, it, they are full. So it, it genuinely is a worrying situation. And, and like a lot of things, it uh, was impacted um, by COVID as well. And we know all of that. And, you know, obviously government <coughs> focus and priority during COVID was massively on the pandemic. That's understandable to some extent. But really, you're saying this this is an emergency situation now and it yes. really does need fast action. It does. It needs fast action. And to go back to COVID, um, the dental profession were abandoned by the government and the HSE. We were told to stay open and we did and we treated our patients and we have to see them to treat them. And they didn't give us a mask or a glove. They refused to give us PPE and it made a lot of dentists very bitter afterwards because we could see that they didn't care about our patients or about us and we were really the Cinderella of the health service. Um, then, so, so you had to source your own? Yes, and the price of it went up tenfold and we we found it really difficult to get PPE at the start. There was a panic. Um, a box of gloves went from four or five euros to 35 mm. euros per box. And it's worth pointing out the dentist deal with the mouth. Well, so there's a the risk mouth. factor there. Yes, and we treated, we treated the frontliners who were going into the regional who had COVID and they wouldn't give us PPE. And I think that broke a lot of the the, the goodwill and it, it, it caused a lot of people to say, enough, we're done. Really? I, and when you say we're done in... in, in they the left sense. the medical card um, scheme at that time. A lot, of, a lot of dentists really, really were outraged by the way we were treated. So you feel that if there had been more outreach towards you, then we mightn't find ourselves in quite the state yeah. we do now with the yeah. medical cards. Well, game. they could have given us PPE. They could have helped us, but they didn't. All right. Okay, well, listen, this is something that we wanted to come back to because we've discussed it a few times on the show and we're trying to see what progress, if any, 
is being made. So it is something we'll come back to again over the next few months. And uh, we thank you both very much for joining us, the CEO of the Irish Dental Association, Fintan Horan, and uh, with me in the studio, Rito Dowd from the Number 8 Clinic uh, operating in the Corn in corn Market, but in other locations around Limerick as well. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.